Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary adventure through Walt Disney World. But before we get started, I just need to remind you that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our show, you like our content, and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. The agents are there to help you as much as possible or as little as you want them to. They just want to make sure that you have the best vacation possible, save you the most amount of money that you can, or if you want to go all out and spend more money than you've ever done so before, they're also there for that too. So if you want a free no-obligation quote, head to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. And then also, please remember to subscribe to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to it, and then also leave five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Now, on with the show. We have a really great show for you this week. We have four dining reviews to listen to, and it's going to be very sweet. Why do I say it's going to be very sweet? Well, because we actually have a handful of snack reviews with uh, sweet treats, I'm not going to spoil what they are, but yeah, this episode's on the sweet side of things. But don't worry, we'll get a little bit of savory in there as well, too. And we actually might have three sweet reviews and then only one savory. I don't remember the exact list, and I don't have it in front of me right now as I'm recording this intro, which makes me seem very ill-prepared for this. But uh, it's I, I know the new reviews that we're featuring, it's always uh, my head getting lost on what is the old review that we're going to play for this week. And that doesn't matter because we're not getting to that until the end of the show. So I have time to make up for it. But uh, we're going to see a whole cast of characters today, including Denny, Fiasco, Rhino, and I believe myself too at some point in time here. But we're kicking things off with a brand new snack review from Denny. This is a new snack that just debuted last week at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It is a macaroon that almost was inspired by the Matterhorn macaroon at Disneyland. I said that really weirdly. Matterhorn, Matterhorn macaroon at Disneyland, but this is an Everest macaroon. And it's called the Everest Base Camp Macaroon, and it's quite impressive. This is one that I'm going to tell you. You should also probably go over to youtube.com slash Disney Dining and watch the review just to see this monstrosity of a snack item. But we're going to let Denny paint a perfect picture for us right now. So enjoy. Denny here. I'm here at Disney's Animal Kingdom in the Rivers of Light Amphitheater and I'm getting ready to have Animal Kingdom's newest snack. So getting right into the snack today, we are having the Everest Base Camp Macaroon. This is what we are enjoying today. Friends, if you if you're wondering if this is as large as it seems, the answer is yes. Yes, it is. This is a ginormous snack. It's a three-peaked macaroon. It's chocolate and coconut, topped with a white chocolate snow cap, snowflake sprinkles, and then it's dipped in chocolate, and it has green tea chocolate crumbs on the bottom. Now, green tea chocolate crumbs, why not? I mean, I think it just looks makes it look really unique. I don't know about you, if you've uh, been to Disneyland, or even if you haven't, you know, uh, you've heard tell, I'm sure, of the Matterhorn Macaroon from Jolly Holiday Bakery and Cafe there in Disneyland. 
that macaroon is, I mean, if there's an iconic Disneyland snack, that's, that's right up there. Like I had to, that was on my snack list when uh, we, I finally got out to, uh, to Disneyland with my husband a few years ago. Like I, I had to have the Matterhorn macaroon. So I'm really excited that we here at Walt Disney World now have our own macaroon. How cool is that? I enjoy macaroons. Um, the closest that we've gotten here at Walt Disney World is a really lovely coconut macaroon that the Boardwalk Bakery does. It's it's dipped in dark chocolate, much the same, much much like this, but it's it's just one, you know, macaroon. It's not shaped like a mountain peak or anything like that, but it is it is good and we macaroon lovers will take it where we can get it. I am distanced here in uh, the amphitheater, which if you're looking for a nice quiet place to go in Animal Kingdom, like it, it's busy spring ba break crowd um, time right now, but it's just lovely in here. We've got got a little space to be able to spread out here. So it's, it's really nice. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, obviously I've not taken a bite of our lovely snack quite yet, but let's, let's go ahead and, and do this. First things first, let me let you know it's at, uh, it's available at the Thirsty River Bar and um, Thirsty River Bar also has snacks. It's also Trek snacks. So one side of the Thirsty River Bar is for your adult beverages. The other side is for snacks. So if you're looking for one, they'll kind of direct you in, um, in that uh, proper location. They'll tell you where to, which line to stand in. And this is only $5.99, friends. <laughs> this huge snack. So here we go. We're gonna break into it now. There it is. So this is incredibly shareable. It's huge. And I'm gonna bite into it. Here goes nothing. Mmm. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Let me show you the inside. So if you like coconut, which I do, I enjoy coconut and I enjoy macaroons. Um, Oh, that's nice. The addition of chocolate in there with the coconut is so interesting. That's nice. Um, it's got that nice um, texture to it, the little bit of a chewiness. It's got the toasty coconut flavor mixed in with like um, a chocolate, almost like, <laughs> I want to say Cocoa Krispies. Are we channeling Cocoa Krispies? We might be. And I'm not mad about it. I'm okay with Cocoa Krispies. Let me take a bite of the um, chocolate dipped bottom with our our green tea chocolate crumbs let's see mm. oh that's even better let me break off a crumb by itself okay i don't know that the green tea crumbs are anything that you have to write home about but They're mild, like green tea is. It's just nice to have some difference in texture. The snowflake sprinkles on top really add, um, like change up the texture a little bit. So it's not all like chewy, chewy, chewy. You've got some crunchy um, sanding sugar on the top, which is a lot of fun. And um, man, this is good. So it's a, it's a nice rich cocoa that's used with the coconut. Nothing too over the top, but man, we've got our own macaroon! Like virtual high five to all the macaroon lovers out there. 
will we be posing with this in front of Everest the way that we do in front of Matterhorn and Disneyland? Maybe eventually. We'll see. We'll see if it sticks around. Really hope so. This showed up this week out of nowhere at Thirsty River uh, Bar and Trek Snacks. You can find that in the Asia section of the park here in Anandapur. Um, and we've got, we've got characters floating by here on the water. You're going to get to see them in just a second. Let's see who's coming out. Oh, excellent. I see Rafiki and Timon. These are how the character greetings go down here in Animal Kingdom. I'm sure you've seen them because we've covered them um, like crazy, but they're just really, really nice flotillas that kind of float on by. So you've got friends here. You can have a snack with friends and Mickey and Minnie are, and Pluto are coming back by as well. So $5.99, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue enjoying this and uh, we'll wrap up thoughts in just a minute, okay? Just a quick thought as I wrap up the video. <clears throat> Watch out for the green tea chocolate crumbs. If it's a slightest bit warm, and it is a gorgeous day, it's slightly overcast, but it's really mild. If it is in the slightest bit warm, it, they will melt everywhere. I have just finished cleaning up my jeans now because I had green tea crumbles smeared over the front of my pants. I'm not sure how I did that, but anything is possible here at Walt Disney World. Um, this, guys, this is a winner in my book. This is so, so good. I have my last little bite left of this first mountain peak, and if you're looking for something that's not too on the expensive side that you can share with people who are with you or that you can eat part of, um, and take back to the resort or back home with you, this is gonna be a winner, or you can eat the entire thing during your Animal Kingdom day. It does come um, on this on this container with a, a plastic dome on it, so you can kind of pop it in your backpack, or if you've got a stroller with you in the bottom of the stroller, and, and you'll have it with you for the rest of the day. You know what? I think Denny might have sold me on trying this macaroon. I am not typically a fan of macaroons. Like, I do not enjoy the Matterhorn macaroon at Disneyland. I It's just not my taste. I, I don't typically like it. And I was actually going to go to Disney's Animal Kingdom the day this debuted and get it and do the review. But then that that overwhelming feeling inside of me said, no, don't don't go and review an item that you're probably not going to like. Find out if someone else can go do it who actually will appreciate it a little bit more. And that happened to be Denny. And Denny was able to get a park pass for, I think, the following day and get over and try it. And yeah, well, we, we just heard how that all happened. But I think I think I'm going to give it a shot eventually. It is beautiful. And yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not totally, totally against the idea of it. And the more unique snacks that can pop up at these Disney parks, the better in the long run. So I am I'm here for it, even if it ends up not being a part of uh, my taste palette. And speaking of something that's not a part of my taste palette, but actually is, Fiasco is back with yet another 
Dole Whip review. This time he is he is trying the coconut Dole Whip that you can find at Aloha Isle. Technically, coconut soft serve. I know, I know it's all under the Dole Whip branch, but I'm not positive, a hundred percent positive. I should say that the coconut flavor is completely dairy free. I think it is, but I'm not positive on that. And I don't have those details for you. And it's been around a while, uh, used for the Kakamora float, the uh, Moana-themed float that they've done. But a little bit back, a month ago, maybe two months ago, they finally took it from a a soft serve where you could just get it by itself to now finally uh, making it available in a twist form. And so Fiasco was finally sold on it to to go, and I believe he got a twist with it. But I actually, I didn't watch the review yet, so I'm going to listen to it along with everyone else. So let's let Fiasco take it away. Hello, everybody. Fiasco back again at Disney's Magic Kingdom in Adventureland. Today, we're going to go grab the new, newest Dole Whip flavor, it's a coconut Dole Whip that you can either get on its own or swirl with pineapple. And I'll let you take a guess on the route I'm gonna go. It's $4.99. So here I am in an extremely awkward position uh, like I normally am when I eat Dole Whips because it's hot, it's melting, and uh, the places to set up a camera and sit are limited to basically none. So I make do with what I have. Now this looks exactly like the classic, you know, pineapple vanilla swirl which is the winner right now in my book hopefully they didn't give me the wrong thing and it it is the coconut pineapple swirl so let's find out so basically you know how we split split up all the channels recently you know dvc fan disney dining's its own channel i think if disney continues releasing new dole whip flavors we're going to need to split up the dining channel into the disney dole whip channel It's getting to that. I've reviewed a lot of Dole Whips lately. And the reoccurring theme for all the flavors so far has either been it's good, but not as good as the original, or it's okay, but obviously not as good as the original. The original being Pineapple Vanilla Swirl, that is the OG best in my book, but now this coming from someone who enjoys coconut. I enjoy coconut quite a bit and next to a regular old Dole Whip, my favorite Disney snack is those coconut chocolate Mickey uh, patty things you can get at any real, any real gift shop or resort. So with that being said, I know coconut isn't everybody's cup of tea. This is actually just as good. I know. It's just as good as the classic. The way the coconut Dole Whip and the pineapple Dole Whip mixed together is just like two peas in a pod. It was meant to be. Now I order all these different flavors Uh, in order to review them for video, to let you guys know what I think. But in the comfort of my own time, just enjoying a Dole Whip off camera, it's always the original for me. 
This is the first flavor that I can say in confidence, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this next time I wanna go with. Always revert to the original, but this one is just as good, if not maybe even a little bit better. Now, if you don't like coconut, I mean, you don't like coconut. But it is worth saying that it's not a super strong, not a super strong taste of coconut. Also, I feel like some people probably don't like coconut because of the texture. Um, and obviously, this is just the texture of a Dole Whip, a perfect Dole Whip. So excuse me for a minute. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy the rest of this before it melts and I'll come right back to you in a more comfortable spot. All right, so that was our Dole Whip, the coconut pineapple swirl. Again, out of all the new flavors that I've tried and there's been a lot of them, this is hands down my favorite. Um, it is the closest thing to the original that we've gotten so far. And with the original, Vanilla pineapple swirl being my favorite. Honestly, this is a contender for number one. The pineapple and coconut just seems like a better couple. You know, it just goes together so well. It's like meeting a new friend and it feeling like you've, you've known them your whole life. That's what eating this Dole Whip felt like to me. It's almost like this has been the flavor it always was because that's just how much sense this mix made. I really enjoyed there at the end as Fiasco was talking about which one he he likes more, pineapple and vanilla or pineapple and, and coconut, how he, he really got to the point that pineapple and coconut really balances well together but he didn't quite get to the pina colada idea out of all of it. Unless he did earlier in the video when I zoned out, that's always possible. But uh, still, still a good review and always nice that Fiasco is willing to to go out there and, and eat more Dole Whips for everyone. And hopefully one day, as he said in the video, or in the, in the audio of that, make the uh, Disney Dole Whip channel. But we're going to move on from fiasco over to rhino and rhino this week was eaten at the lux burger at disney springs and he's trying a new plant-based burger that was there at least i think new to him i don't know might not even be new at all i just might be saying things regardless he went over and tried it and it's new for me in terms of this is the first time i'm listening to the review and the first time i'm seeing this so we're just going to keep saying new Maybe we're wrong with it, but I'm sure he'll explain that. And it's a Pacific Island burger. Oh, I'm in for this. So let's go ahead. Listen to Rhino talking about this Pacific Island burger from Deluxe Burger. So enjoy. Hello, everybody. It's Rhino, and I am here today at Disney Springs outside of Deluxe Burger. Um, I'm a big fan of Deluxe Burger. Uh, and today I am here because there is a plant-based burger on the menu now. I w it, it was tough for me because there's also um, a special St. Patrick's Day burger that's still on the menu that has like corned beef on it. And I'm like, oh, I really want this. But I don't know that my heart's going to agree with it as much. So um, there is a, there is a uh, I, I was just thinking that I don't think I've ever had a plant-based burger here. I don't think I've had a black bean burger anything like that. I think I've just had their regular burgers and I've pretty much always enjoyed what I've got here. I mean, quote me if I'm, if you've seen the videos and I said otherwise in them, then please correct me. But in my head, I think I've always enjoyed what I've eaten here. So I figured I was going to give 
this this uh it's called the pacific uh, plant-based pacific island burger um uh, but the thing is with this this one i don't know if i'm gonna like it or not because it's got like i know there's mushrooms involved in it there's like mango those are two things i don't normally like but i'm trying to be a little more adventurous and like a little outside of the box with what i try when it comes to this stuff because who knows it could be great uh great like flavor combinations or anything like that so um what's interesting too is this is one of the only places at disney springs that you can mobile order so you can place your order before you even get in line to uh to get your food here which is really nice so i'm gonna do that so i'm gonna place this order and uh and hopefully find a, a table with some space and all that stuff so uh, i'll see you in a moment so when you go inside your order is waiting on a counter with a number and a little like to go bag like this and then my burger's just sitting inside there i put the napkins and the fork in there but it seems like a lot of paper for one tiny little burger but so far so good i just found a table outside on the uh on the patio out here that was pretty isolated from the other ones but seating even with the additional seats that are out front here is was a looked like it was going to be a little challenging but i'm lucky i think that i am sitting under a speaker but uh i need to do the thing like craig does and uh bring like my wired headphones to plug into this so um i can be a little bit louder but um so here's the pacific island plant-based burger let me read to you what it is this is the plant-based pacific island burger it is plant-based patty with cabbage and mushroom ragu mango salsa lettuce and dill pickles on a plant-based parker house roll it was 12.49 plus tax it's it's a pretty hefty burger see here um it's got the pickles on the bottom i see some tomato in here there is a slaw i don't want to touch it too much with my hand even though i did just wash my hands but um it's all wrapped up i'm gonna take a bite and then i'll i'll give you a cross section if it's anything interesting in there mm. got unwrapped for me. i don't know if you heard my jaw just pop the patty is really really good um, lots of flavor in that. Definitely tastes like a burger to me. Um, there's, the mango isn't like super flavorful. And it's getting a little, because I was taking a photo of it or whatever, it's getting a little, the bun's getting a little soft on the bottom, but so far so good. Yeah, it's, it's surprising because if you look here, I'm gonna take the top off. I'm gonna take my top off, hold on. There's a decent amount of like, mango in there not really much else on the top part let's go let's take the bottoms bottoms off ah, don't fall apart but you can see there's like tomato pickle the ragu on there there's two pretty big pickles in here but i'm not getting a lot of i don't know that any of this is really adding to the flavor of this like other than it being, like, I'm getting a little bit of texture of, like, that mushroom texture. Um, but even the pickles, I'm not really getting that. It's, it's, I'm getting bun and burger and not much else. The mango is there, and it's not overwhelming. So if you're thinking, like, you're going to go in and this is going to be, like, mango salsa... It's really just kind of a hint of mango. Like, I get it a little bit, 
Which is fine with me, because I, I, like I said, I don't love mango. And the pickles, the pickle with the tomato and stuff adds that nice extra crunch to the to the burger. Like it gives it that little bit of little bit of texture punch up. But um, they're not like I thought because they were dill pickles, they were gonna be like really strong flavored or something like that. And um, no, I'm not. I'm really not getting strong of anything other than the burger, but it is good. It just doesn't taste like the mushroom or the mango or the pickles. So as of right now, like it's good. I'm not unhappy I ordered it, but all that extra stuff on it isn't really adding to the actual burger other than having it be more stuff on it. You know when you go to like a toppings bar and you just load up on the toppings and it's just a burger with like toppings? That's what I feel like. It's all kind of nondescript toppings right now. I'm gonna finish it and then um, I'll let you know what I think as I go. Uh, the, I'm happy to say though that the bun, even though I said it was getting like a little wet, it's not getting gotten soggy at all. So that's a big plus here for me because there's nothing grosser than a soggy hamburger bun. I'm just realizing like the mango with the ragu and the pickles and the tomato and the lettuce, it's kind of all adding up to be giving this a little bit of a slimy texture. And I think that's coming from the mushrooms. Um, I'll keep going. I just wanted to make sure I, I didn't forget to say that. Okay, I am done. So final consensus is it was good, but I don't think it's as exciting as it sounds. Like I don't think it was really, I don't think it's anything to go out of your way for. I know the difficult thing with plant-based options at Disney Springs is that there aren't a ton of options in terms of like quick service um, and being, uh, you know, able to just like grab something and go. But I would say that, so the, the burger was originally like 12, whatever I said, but it was 1331 after tax. And I think for that amount of money, I would rather go over to Blaze and get one of their plant-based options over there. And Blaze has like cauliflower crust. Um, you know, I, I'm uh, like vegan cheese. There's the vegan meat toppings over there as well, or plant-based meat toppings. Um, so I just feel like for what I got, I don't know. I feel like it would have been a more interesting dining experience had I spent that money and done it there. But again, if the rest of your group is determined to come to Deluxe, I, I don't think you'll be necessarily upset with it. It wasn't like it was terrible. Like the, the patty and the burger was really good. Um, so I, I did really enjoy that and it was really flavorful. Like I said um, before I closed out though, it was just like the added, like the mushroom ragu, the mango, the tomato and the pickles, it kind of all led up to being just a little, and I think it was more on the mushroom side, but it, it, it gave it this like kind of slimy, uh, feeling to it. Like the burger was still in there, the bread was still good, um, but it just kind of, it, 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 it was like indistinct things in my mouth, if that makes sense, right? Like in, not nothing really being flavorful other than the burger, you're kind of like, I have other things in my mouth, but what are they? I asked what the plant-based patty was, and it is a Beyond patty. I'm a fan of both Beyond and Impossible, Black Bean, like I, I pretty much have liked a lot of the the different ones I've had. So beyond patty for anybody that is asking. I think that's all I have to say about it. I'm not upset that I got it, but I probably won't get it again. Um, actually, I definitely won't get it again, to be honest with you. It's, it, it was too much money for 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 my uh, level of enjoyment. So 
I feel like I'm entering the rambling phase of this, so I'm gonna just close out now. If you have any questions about this burger, please let me know. I don't think he was rambling there towards the end, but it was a nice balanced review. I think I would enjoy this thing a lot, but I don't eat it deluxe burger ever. So I, it's going to take me a long time before I have a chance to try that. If I ever try it, it'll probably be gone before I could. It's just there's so many good burgers around. It's hard to it's hard to deal with the crowds of Disney Springs to get deluxe burger for me and how I how I move about Orlando and Walt Disney World. But I don't know. Maybe I'll have to find a, a time to go out of my way for it because the last review that we're going to wrap up with here is my review along with Denny's review of Gideon's Bakehouse when it debuted back in 2020. We're going to go ahead and, and listen to that one now because that hasn't made an appearance on this show yet. And uh, it's a good one. And it's definitely a reason to go out of your way to Disney Springs. And eventually, I need to go back and get another coffee cake cookie. You're going to hear all about it in the review. Don't worry. But I need to get another coffee cake cookie. And the place to do that is Disney Springs. So maybe I can swing by Deluxe Burger, too, and, and grab a burger. It would be the most unhealthy day of my life. But that's a lie. Every, every day I'm on a cruise, that's the most unhealthy day of my life. But let's go ahead and listen to this review and enjoy it. Hello, everyone. It's Craig here. And Denny. And this is a little Disney dining quick take. Today is the grand soft opening of Gideon's Bakehouse, the extremely popular uh, cookie spot in East End Market here in Orlando. Uh, voted best Florida cookie, one of the best cookies nationwide. I mean, this is this is a highly sought after cookie and they have now opened their location here at Disney Springs. Uh, not where we are at the west side. It's back It's back in the landing area right next to Morimoto Asia across the way from Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. We're going to take you back that direction and uh, show it off after I'm done rambling about this. But we came out to get some cookies on day one, try them for you, talk about the experience and and go from there. So we already have our cookies. Let's go ahead, take a look at Gideon's Bakehouse here at Disney Springs, and then we'll do our little quick review. Here we are. This is a this is a big moment. I've never had Gideon's Bakehouse cookies before. I know they're amazing, but even when they were at Polite Pick, I just didn't get over there to do that because there's so many other choices, and so I chose other things. Maybe I chose incorrectly. We'll leave that up to debate. But I am here today and I'm gonna try the pistachio toffee. This is the cookie that at checkout, I asked uh, the team members at Gideon's. So if you were gonna add one to my order, which one would you add? They said the pistachio toffee. And who am I to say no? I can't argue with these people, they're experts. So I've gotten it and I'm really excited to try it. Let me show you a cross section of what we're dealing with real quick. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay. So, this is, I love salty and sweet together, and this is, this is exactly that. It's the best of both worlds. This is an amazing cookie. You know how when you're baking cookies, you want to take them out just a little bit in advance so that they're still nice and soft on the inside. 
And that's exactly what this is. And you've got those amazing chocolate chips going on. You've got the coarse kosher salt that'll hit with a little bright saltiness. And then you've got the pistachios as well. So that just adds a nice little layer to it. So two thumbs up for me about the pistachio toffee. I would definitely get this again. And it's amazing. And I think I'm gonna just take this in the corner and eat it all by myself now. It's so good. Where Denny is a first timer to Gideon's and uh, you know, she is now open to the world of Gideon's and everything it has to offer. I am by no means a beginner. I would definitely say I'm on the experienced level. I go there at least once a month to the original location in East End Market, just north of uh, downtown Orlando, so I can get my cookie fix uh, because they have a great core selection of cookies with the original chocolate chip, uh, peanut butter crunch, cookies and cream. That's my favorite and my wife's favorite, I think, are the core cookies. Uh, then they have the pistachio toffee that Denny just got. Did I call you Jenny? I, I said Denny. I don't know. I think I said Denny, but I started to say something else and it almost came out Jenny. I feel terrible. And then triple chocolate, which is like more chocolate than one person should ever consume, but uh, people still do. And the cool part about the Disney Springs location here is that one of their monthly cookies that is like probably the most popular cookie in the world, their coffee cake cookie, that is now a morning staple for them. Thank you they will have it today. every single morning until noon and then you will not be able to get it more but it's your uh, it's your breakfast cookie so you can have it with your cold brew coffee and then also your coffee cake cookie and then they are going to have the seasonal cookies here at disney springs as well too so like right now it's december still and so the two seasonal cookies are santa's white christmas as well as the cookie von krampus and so it's nice to know that they will be having the, the seasonal cookies as well too so you don't have to go to East End to get get that but the coffee cake cookie is exclusive now to here it will never be back to East End according to the Gideon staff and uh, so for that reason that's why I went with the coffee cake cookie today I've had it before I know it I love it it's probably of the specialty cookies I've had there the monthly specials this is probably my absolute favorite it could be my actual favorite I I'm just, I, I don't know, I don't know yet which is, uh, which is my, my true, true favorite, but I'm gonna go ahead and get my first bite of it. All that cinnamon swirl right in the middle, you, you literally can't beat this. Mm. There's not much to say about this cookie besides it is literally the experience of eating coffee cake, but in a cookie form. It is not overly sweet. It has the right balance of sugar, cinnamon. It's soft, like Denny said, you know, cooked perfectly on the outside, soft on the inside. This is a perfect cookie and worth every accolade and worth waiting in line for. But I didn't just get the cookie. I also got one of the nitro cold brews that they have on tap. I got the original peanut butter iced coffee since Kylie isn't around and I can eat peanut butter. Well, in this case, drink peanut butter. And the cool part about the iced coffee here is that it's actually, it's made with locally roasted coffee and it's nitro cold brew. And then it's served with oat milk. So that way it is dairy free. And uh, a lot of people love oat milk. I do too. It's not my favorite. I like cow's milk first, but oat milk second. So let's see how this tastes. 
peanut butter heaven. Rhino Clavin would be losing his mind right now about this. It is delicious. Very milky with the oat milk. Just, it, it tastes like literally you just blended up peanut butter in it. And so it is by no means healthy. It's, I, I don't even know if there's enough coffee in it to say it's more coffee than peanut butter. But it is so, so, so delicious. So good. I'm trying the coffee cake cookie. And in my mind, this is breakfast food. We can totally do this at, you know, not even 11 o'clock in the morning. It makes sense to me. So here we go. Okay. Mmm. The cinnamon, the brown sugar. Oh, okay. The texture, it is like the crumble on top of an, an apple crumble or something. No apple flavor, but you know that crumble that's on top and it's just so delicious and buttery. It is, it's buttery. You're right, Craig. So this is, this is so, so good and completely justifiable at eating it, you know, on a bright and early morning here at Disney Springs. Um, speaking of bright and early morning, uh, Craig and I got here, Craig got here just a little bit before I did this morning, but I rolled in just after nine into the uh, garage, parked in the orange garage, went through temp check, the whole nine yards security, and was down and in line. Um, no problem. They do have a physically distanced line, as you would imagine during these times. Um, but they managed it really, really well. And they actually opened the doors to Gideon's this morning just a hair before 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock was the official soft opening time. So that if you're here just a little bit early, and we get that question a lot, like how early can I get to Disney Springs? You can get to Disney Springs ahead of opening. You'll see lots of people out here walking and exercising, things like that. Not us. Today we were we were here to walk to the line to get all the cookies, and uh, and we were fine. They managed the line per perfectly, um, and it's so worth it. Like Craig said earlier, these cookies are worth the wait. So maybe add that to your must do, must eat list for your next Walt Disney World trip. As Denny said, she got here a little after nine. I got here pretty much nine on the button, and I was two Gideons right at. Uh, right at about 9.05 and there was maybe 40 people ahead of us in line uh, because of what time I got here so even earlier if you want to get in faster but once they opened the doors I want to say they only uh, it only took us about maybe 25 minutes to actually get inside and then once you're inside it's just a simple line and you go up to the register to do your ordering and they box everything up for you and hand it to you so it's a very quick process once you're in the doors, uh, but it, you do have to wait a while. And the line literally stretched all the way until Planet Hollywood this morning. And once it hit Planet Hollywood, that's when they started doing mobile returns. So they do have that as an option. Uh, it, they will call you back. They said it was about a three hour wait right at 10 o'clock if you wanted to return. So, you know, if you want that coffee cake cookie, you can't do a three hour return. It will not be here by the time by the time you actually get in the store. So you need to get here early if you want the coffee cake cookie. Otherwise, you know, you can always roll in and place your place yourself in the, the mobile line and you can get inside that way. But uh, once you're inside, if you've ever been to the East End Market location, it's completely different. It's, you know, it is, it is its own standalone store. It's beautiful. It's like slightly Gothic inside. 
it, but still like artistic and fun. And you know, it's just, it has that creepy bookstore vibe running through. It is just, it is so wonderfully designed and fits in so well at Walt Disney World here. It, it just, it, it's the perfect match. And another change I will say too, uh, they do charge a little bit extra here for the cookies. If you get it at East End Market, it costs $5 per cookie. Here it is $6 per cookie. Uh, cake slices, massive cake slices are $9. And then the cold brew coffees were all $6. So uh, with the cookies, you know, a dollar more, but you don't have to drive out all the way to East End Market and pay tolls, which ends up costing you a lot more. So uh, this is just perfect all, all around. So we both highly recommend going to Gideon's here at Disney Springs. Get here, get here early. Uh, and just get ready for the best cookie of your life. So uh, that's going to do it for us today here from Disney Springs. I do truly hope you enjoyed it. I hope you get to come to Gideon's and enjoy all of its goodness. And I hope you enjoyed this little quick take of Gideon's that ended up being 10 plus minutes. So. I don't know where in our right minds we thought that that was actually going to be quick with the amount that we ordered, but... It was thorough. I'll say that it wasn't. It wasn't even as thorough as it could be, but it was definitely thorough to an extent and enjoyable. And you know, it was an old review. Like I said, back from was that November or December? I can't even remember now. But uh, it's it's been a while since we did that review and obviously cookies change their core cookies are the same some of the specialty cookies uh they have one to two specialty cookies that change every single month uh the coffee cake cookies always there but yeah you know you can you can figure it out just uh, the, the point is everything at gideon's is great so don't be afraid to over order there but that's it for this week's episode of the disney dining show we really hope you enjoyed it Hope you're walking away from this one hungry. But before I go, just need to remind you, once again, if you like our content, want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. You can get that free, no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Then also, please remember to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, leave us a positive rating or review. Our last five-star rating came from Lolly Walton saying, I love listening while on my runs and walks. Perfect for helping plan my Disney trips. Thank you for all the information. Thank you for the review and thank you for listening. I really do appreciate that. And I appreciate everyone out there who's listening, even if you're not leaving fun, happy reviews. I still like you. And I hope you like this. We'll be back again next week with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry. Bye.